0: Greetings everyone, this is a call to actions, I am your host Bobby Vaughn. And with me today is Kimberly Schultz, the founder of A Call to Actions, and we actually have an in-house guest today, a righteous man by the name of Jay Hardin. Uh, we found him today out holding a, uh, how, holding a sign. What did the sign say? Well, on one side it says, Jesus saves, and on the other it says, none need perish. Awesome. And Kimberly is just going to open up with a uh, a few verses from from the bible, and then we'll we'll get the conversation going
1: all right hello everyone um, it's first Corinthians chapter fifteen one through four more moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye ye are saved if ye Keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Is that um, Paul? Yeah. Okay. Was it Paul. All right. Yeah, so I was, um, you know, this is a divine of appointment. Um, I was out running. We just moved to a new area. Uh, We've only been here about a week and a half. This is our first podcast in our new place. and First live
0: podcast. Yes. Actually having a guest here.
1: It's just a win-win all the way around. So Jay was um, holding up a sign, Jesus Saves. And I saw it a couple days ago and I waved over and said, Amen, brother. And then... uh, Two days later, I see him again, and God calls me to come over and you know and say hi and share a little bit. And then it turned out um, we shared a little bit that you know there's some really important things going on right now. And um, Jay was sharing those things with me, and I had had those. I knew in my heart that you know we're in the end times. We're at the end end of the end of the days. Um, one of the reasons why we were um, moved out of California and got you know to be spend time with family here. So um, I you know, felt it was really important that Jay would share with you, the audience, what he shared with me. And that was just a little bit. We have a lot more to talk about. So with that, Jay, um, I'd like to just go ahead and jump in wherever you're comfortable and start sharing with people um, what is what is going on right now that people probably are not hearing on the news.
2: Wow. Well, what can you hear on the news? I think, you know... Uh, my journey to you know all this information is uh, probably the same as as most people. You know the the lockdown started and I I don't know something something inside me just kind of moved me to take out the Bible. I've had one forever and you know I sort of. I called myself a Christian and uh, you know believed in Jesus but I had never actually read the Bible and I would just listen to what people told me and so I thought you know while we're locked down anyway and I'm working from home there's a lot of free time so why not actually read the Bible and figure out what it is all about and read the uh, the whole New Testament when I was growing up I just read the book of Matthew because I liked it a lot so uh, you know i went through that and realized that you know there there's something there's something um supernatural about this book the more i read it uh, something happened and i i couldn't see things the same way anymore and you know i started praying more i learned how to pray mm-hmm. and uh, i became a completely different person um, I maybe you could say I was born again, but uh, I had been struggling with some uh, things, and through the through the power of of Jesus, literally through the power of Jesus, I was able to overcome them um, recently. and then all of a sudden I started finding um you know internet sources. I gave, you know, one thing to you guys. I started following things um, that I normally wouldn't have known about, like uh, prophecy in Isaiah. Uh, I think it's just like chapter 54 or something where he says that uh, God declared the end from the beginning. And then all of a sudden on YouTube, I learned about the Bereshit prophecy, which was given on the first sentence, you know, or the first word in Genesis. And uh, you can look that up on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, I can go into some detail. I don't know everything um, about it. When yeah, it, Bereshit, it? B-E-R-E-S-H-I-T, I believe. Or it could be Y-T. I, I mm-hmm. don't know how they spell it.
1: Okay. I have not heard, have not heard of it before. No, it's great,
0: great to hear, hear um, testimonials of awakening. And in my opinion, there's no better way to uh, to like really start waking up than to bring God into your life and realize, you know, that, that Jesus Christ is the Savior. He's he's the um, he's the the John Connor. I mean, I mean, a lot of people look at look for fictional characters or you know, fictional superheroes to save them. Uh, I mean me personally I grew up in the a town named Metropolis, the home of Superman, and it screwed me up so bad um i didn 't know the difference between Superman and Jesus growing up I, I didn't know um because people were worshiping this this fictional character like uh like he was God, and that was Superman, and it took a long time uh for me to to get out of out of that uh phase of my life. And, uh, you know, thank God I met Kimberly, and she helped put me um, in a, a better direction. But, um, you know, thank you, first of all, for the introduction of, you know, how you um, accepted Jesus into your life. And with that, you, you're you starting your, your mission now, and um, one is is... Bringing forward the truth, the unheard truth that most people just aren't aware of. And I think one thing that we can talk about for a long time today, at least, is the COVID-19 or coronavirus vaccine, um, which is actually patented. Uh, I, I had a look at it today, and it looks like Microsoft is the, the assignee, the, uh, the inventor of the patent do you want to talk about that a little more in detail well you know
2: because i i couldn't get any information from the actual you know mainstream media the news uh right now it's just you know well not right now but for the last four years it's just hate trump and you know all this distraction. other stuff. distraction distraction <laughs> yeah distraction misdirection uh so anyway, this uh, COVID vaccine came up and I thought, OK, well, you know, we look at the numbers and the CDC has quietly refreshed their numbers on, you know, how many cases, how many deaths. And like, I think even it was even on Fox News where they had a, a little blurb about the survivability of the COVID. And it's like no matter what age group you're in, it's like ninety nine point nine 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 whatever percent that you survive. Yeah and so i thought okay let's dig into this and you know i started doing a little uh googling search around the internet and i found out that uh you know it's a joint venture this covid vaccine is like mm-hmm. a joint venture between um, you know microsoft like you said and some gaia uh, i think it's gaia 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 it could be yeah gaia that sounds oh, more familiar yeah and then Accenture, which is um, you know like a finance type, mm-hmm. whatever.
1: Somebody's got to finance it.
2: And uh, well, yeah, someone has to, I guess. But it, it ties into um, the the patent number was twenty twenty zero six zero six zero six. And not only is this uh, vaccine for the most non lethal virus like in human history, but. Uh, you know, coupled with it is a nano uh, or quantum dot technology that will be used to tie in the digital currency through, you know, the quantum dot technology and then they give you the vaccine, you know, quote-unquote vaccine that, uh, you know, prevents you from getting this uh, common cold again. It's not not even as bad as a common cold. So here we have we have this grand illusion where you know people are you know this uh, plannedemic or scaredemic whatever you want to call it. People are so scared that they're going to go in and line up for this vaccine that they don't need. But then they receive the quantum dot tattoo or the nano ink whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and the 5G networks that are going up will be able to use that you into their uh, global currency digital currency that's going on and you'll be able to pay with just scanning your hand or you know those little thermometers that they use where they they scan your forehead or whatever and uh, you know to me it's um, just ultimate conditioning to take the take the mark have the vaccine and you know go about your business I think that even in Israel, I know that uh, Netanyahu is talking about doing this for newborn babies. Wow. Just giving them the tattoo mm-hmm. or the vaccine as soon as they're born. Like you don't even have a chance to escape now. You don't even have a choice. Yeah, it's coming. Um, so,
1: And if you can't buy or sell... Who if is, you can't
2: buy or sell, yeah. what are you going to do?
1: What are you going to do? What people are going to be like... I have no choice. I'm going to do this because I have no choice. Yep. Um, and it's that's prophecy. It's that is. That, that it says in the Bible that it's in Revelations, right? That no man will be able to, mark, to buy or sell without the mark of the beast. And how convenient to put the patent number twenty twenty this year, zero six zero six zero six, which is the name and the number of the beast of the man, Bill
2: Gates, the Bill Gates Foundation. Yeah. He did it all. You know. Uh, and the other thing I forgot about the vaccine is that it's not just a normal vaccine. You know, not only is it coupled with the the quantum dot technology, but it's also uh, has it also has a property of editing a person's DNA. It'll actually rewrite certain blocks of your DNA chain.
0: That's a weird one.
2: And the reason why I believe that the rapture has to take place is that. Uh, you know before this uh, this comes out is that in the scriptures it says that the the body is God's temple Mm -hmm. and God cannot stand the temple being corrupted so uh, you know God destroyed the earth once because of a corruption the flood you know everyone was corrupted um, and I do believe that that is the the genetic code being corrupted and so once again Satan finally has the ability to do this mass corruption of the genetic code on a global scale. And uh, I believe that that's why uh, we're out of here pretty
0: soon. Which
1: which happened in the days of Noah, and, and Jesus will return like when it was in, in, like the days of Noah, so it's the same. We're, we're just living, like the days yeah. of Noah. We're, we're yeah.
0: living in um, the new days of Noah. This is um, the
1: end of the end I, of the day. The, uh, the last.
0: Uh, it wasn't the last podcast I talked about, but uh, it was uh, two ago. I was um, talking about um, an article that I, that I had written regarding uh, genetic manipulation and you know create the creation of synthetic life forms. Um, like morphogenetic engineering or creating skyscrapers from genetically modified seeds or growing cars from genetically modified seeds um, in the name of an eco-friendly new way of industrializing the planet. Yeah, I do believe in a real type of green earth, but that's not going green, Um, though to even claim that that it's a vaccine is to put it lightly lightly it's uh, a, just a complete uh, raping of, of our holy temple um, so much on a scale that' never seen never been seen before um,
1: and it's a sleight of hand like who's going to know that it's going to modify your DNA I mean it's create the problem this this false yep. you know thing offer the solution Yep. Which is it's it's just the typical pattern of any kind of control that is pre-planned by those who are want to commit genocide on the masses. They want to lower the numbers. They want to run you know run the place. They look at us like you know useless eaters. But you know that is their that is their pattern is create a problem, the so-called problem, usually in the name of national security. And then offer some sort of solution, and then it further harms those they claim that they're there to protect. Now, all this conditioning with the masks and all these lies, and everybody has just, this is a conditioning to get everyone ready to just say, yes, I'm so sick of this crazy lifestyle that we've been having to deal with in the last, you know, eight months. I'm, I'm ready to get back to normal, so give me my vaccine. And not knowing what what the people, you know, people will line up for it. Pe- people yeah. are so conditioned that this mask thing is so real and so normal. It just, it drives me crazy.
0: That, no- that in order to get back to normal, most people would be willing to accept a vaccine.
1: Well, yeah. And if they've they're been trying to push no, digi- a digital genetic, currency. Genetic
0: manipulation. Isn't it funny
1: how we ran out of change this year? How there was a change shortage? Yeah. Really? And then now you want this, this pushing of how easy is that just to move us into digital currency? Oh, we don't have to worry about change and dollars anymore. We'll just swipe our, you know, it'll take, go right to our bank account and life will be easy. It's less things to carry around and worry about and money's dirty anyway. So, you know, I used to work in a, in a school that taught people how to trade the stock market professionally. I'm very, I actually did a little cryptocurrency trading myself so I know I know it's real I know it, I know it's out there I know I'm, I'm familiar with it people were buying houses with it people were buying. it's already been done that the foundation is there it's not like they have to create something it, the market is there it's, it's it's been there for well over a year I know people that were trading it and making good money off of it even a year ago so it's not like we're making this stuff up it's real it exists, and these are just the final stages of it. Now, you mentioned something about um, November, they're going to do a mass push on this, or?
2: Yeah, the, the government's got that Project Warp Speed. Where Project they, Warp Speed. Project yeah. Warp Speed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't really, I haven't done my research on it, because of all this other stuff that kind of came up, and it's uh, taken a backseat to it, but Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from what I understand, Project Warp Speed is the endeavor to get the vaccine ready for November, mm. this coming November, mm-hmm. and the and I think I was saying uh, to you out there that the digital currency is ready and will be in place January.
1: Okay. So, do you have any idea or any of these places that you've gotten information from? Um, Like how that this is going to roll out? I mean, are they? um, I'm just curious. I was talking to my sister about it earlier, and she's like, "How are they going to make us do this?" And I'm like, "Well, if you can't buy or sell, you know, then what are you going to do? How are you going to get food?"
2: I think it's going to happen really fast. You know, we're already getting ready to go into a second round of lockdowns. Uh, The economy, our economy. Was hurt, you know, quite a bit. But other world economies, like we have it lucky, you know, we've got we've got it pretty good compared to the rest of the world. And uh, you know, the lockdowns they hurt us a little bit, but I, I do believe that we were kind of recovering. This second round of lockdowns uh, will probably be what they what they use to force the economic collapse and and get people to go onto the global currency.
1: That's, there's more of the conditioning. Yeah, the walk up to it is, yeah, just destroy the economy.
2: They'll take, uh, you know, everybody, whatever your finances are, they'll create a digital, uh, I guess, wallet for you. Mm-hmm. And they'll That's transfer your currency. funds at whatever percent loss or, you know, gain. And I'm pre- I actually think that they'll actually uh, <laughs> take everybody's money and give everybody the same. Like, I really. I really think it's possible they might. Where if you got five million dollars or five hundred bucks, when you take this digital wallet, the you know you get your tattoo or whatever to tie into the system. That all of a sudden you'll have as much money as the guy that had five million bucks. I mean, it'll it'll be a it'll be a incredible sleight of hand.
1: So, do you think um, that the will the bank still exist? Like, how is who's managing this? digital currency is it i mean I'm, I'm familiar with how it's protected and how there's you know they those little codes that you get when you they're death, they make those little codes and it's specific to your thing because like i said I've, I've you know dabbled in that crypto currency a little bit myself so i'm familiar with it and how it's like super protected but like if i have money in my bank and i have a b corporation bank i don't have um a, i don't it's a bank that has you know morals and values it's not your everyday you know JP Morgan and all those guys but um, I'm curious like for me like how can they just zap my money out of my B Corporation bank it's not part of this big banking system and it's all online I'm just out of curiosity if you have any insight on that
2: I mean how easy is it to transfer money through Zelle or any other any other type of way? I got know? really
1: burned on Zelle.
2: Yeah, the uh, you know my my daughter, you know lives in another state. I needed to just send her and her uh, boyfriend a couple thousand bucks, so you know I did the maximum transfer for her and the maximum transfer for him, and it was done. You know, just a just a few mm-hmm. minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we work with Venmo, but we actually got um, scammed on Zelle. And yeah, it's you can yeah get,
2: yeah you can get scammed. Mm. It's
0: I wonder if there will be a new type of policing system, like to ensure that every every individual who has a social social security number and that's an adult may be lined up and you know shepherded uh, to sign up for this new type of, of digital currency, which is actually the mark of the beast, and and if the the way we buy goods right now is preparation for uh, for what could potentially be happening in the future with uh, the aisles of supermarkets being lined in what direction you can go and you can't enter without your your face mask slash muzzle and then they're attempting to herd you herd the in a certain direction down your line Get what you need, and uh, and check out.
1: Well, or there's Amazon stores where they can go. You can go in, and there's no people there, right? Don't you just? Yeah, I've never been stand. in one, but Amazon you know, Go. Is that yeah, called? where you can go into the store and get your goods, and then you just walk yeah. out. Yeah, but the stand. conditioning
0: process. So you know, I think anyone who um, you know is, is into. Um, Studying society and how and how they work and how how you know the social manipulations going, uh, really needs to take a big look at what's happening right now because what's happening right now is extremely significant and it's a lead up a walk up to something else and you know um, investigating that and you know thinking about you know what to prepare for and making the correct you know right decisions. Um, so that we don't put ourselves in a really tough spot or, you know, make the wrong decision.
1: Well, the whole point of this conversation really is two things. One, get saved. Ask Jesus to come into your life and be... Because then when this all goes down, you know, and he comes back, we're up and out of here. I feel sorry for people who are left behind. I mean, that's the most important decision you can make right now is to make sure you're saved. Um... And what verse would you send people to at John um, three sixteen, or just to, to have someone read um, to be able to make that choice? I mean, you can make that choice without a biblical verse, but if you read it, it might you know make more sense if people. It's uh, you
2: know, it's it's such a simple thing. Uh, we don't understand how easy God made it for us to come into His kingdom. You know. Uh, He's already forgiven us all our debts if we would just believe on his son, Jesus Christ, that died on the cross, wiping all of our debt away. He took the debt for us and that he was buried and he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That's it. Once you believe that, you're done. And you're changed and immediately. You're changed. You the, Holy the Holy Spirit will indwell you. You can find all of that in Acts. You're, sci- you're uh, saved and sealed and ready for the rapture.
1: And I wanted to mention something that I don't wasn't always made clear to me in church that the three person, you know, that the Trinity of God, God the Creator, the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, who walked as a man, as a God man, and then the Holy Spirit is what is it was indwelt into him when he was with John the Baptist right when he um the dove didn't the dove ascend. I mean he was already God but I'm just saying that the Holy the whole explaining the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is what is left behind until Jesus returns that's what's in us that's what makes us be able to really understand God to have a relationship with God to hear God the Holy Spirit is that connection and believe you me, when I went through my experience, I I couldn't explain what was going on with me. I didn't even really understand, oh, that was the Holy Spirit. I look back later on, I was, I was writing, I mean, it's just, stuff was just coming through me. I was writing things and people would be like, how did you know that? And like, God was using me as a divine vehicle. I wrote down something I didn't understand at the time. I wrote, Give God glory give God the glory, I am a disciple. I didn't know what that meant. You know, it's like I didn't know what a disciple was at the time. I was a newbie Christian. I was and then I look back and I'm like, okay, I give God the glory the king. I wrote it down. I am a disciple. And it wasn't till many years when I was prepared um, to be more bold in, in faith now more than ever. It's just it's hard to explain because sometimes I hear God internally is that still soft voice. Sometimes it's just, it's through writing. Sometimes it's through reading. Sometimes it's through other people. But God works in mysterious ways. And and the second thing we wanted to say is don't take the mark of the beast, no matter what. Get saved and don't take the mark. Because once you take the mark, you're done. Now you belong to Satan. It's over. Well, we know what
0: the solution is. But also, when we're in this position, we also can't ignore what the enemy is doing. And it's extremely important to understand the anatomy of the enemy, uh, as we are in a spiritual war. And on
1: our website. Read, the, read Ephesians. Um,
0: yes. Uh, I want to read a, a couple of verses to you. It's on our website, a call to that we chose. And you know, this is the fight that we're in. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 12 through 13. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. And one thing I mention every once in a while is, yes, you are good enough. And if you're using your God-given abilities that he's given you, and you're, you're, you're doing it, doing a decent job, you think you're doing a decent job, it is good enough. You know, You might think you're doing a bad job, but more than likely you're saving one life. And if you can save one life and bring one life to God, it was all worth it. It was all worth it. Um, and, you know, going back to understanding the anatomy of the enemy. 5G, the communication system of the machine or the beast. Um, do you believe that the machine, uh, uh, autonomous thinking, clouded machine, may be the beast?
2: Well, I know that in Revelation it says that the the beast that rises will have uh, guns. I think. He'll he'll have different gods than any of his fathers had, mm-hmm. and he will uh, you know something about he'll he won't be interested in women at all or very I, I can't remember exactly which yeah. passage it is in Revelation, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know if uh, <coughs> the beast turns out to be some type of uh, you know demonically possessed artificial intelligence who's been artificially grown or you know. Um, I, what is it? Cyber, cy- cybernetics, cyber, cybernetics, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the technology I'm sure is already there, secretly, just not openly being used. I don't know. Um, yeah, but, but
1: it, I, it seems like a system that you know. Okay, so maybe the system isn't the beast, but that's the that's the vehicle that the beast is using to get people to worship the beast it's money, it's being the ability to exchange goods. And, and you know, back in the, before money, there was barter systems, right? But now everything's being moved into digitization because now, when it's digitized, it's trackable, it's traceable. It's it's manipulated, it can be manipulated. Um, so I think that system, this 5G, global currency, the nanotechnology, the quantum dot technology you're talking about, digital currency—it's a system, and when people become part of that system, you know they are not—they're not, not really no longer free. They're really no longer a free person. I mean, at that point, mm-hmm. they're trackable, traceable anywhere they go. If you think about it, with satellite systems, and it's just a matter of reading yes. your code. And talking
0: about the. Uh 2020 060606 patent for uh, for the cryptocurrency bio harvesting um, device it reads brain waves and neural activity uh, based on many many things including how how one reacts to advertisements so when when reading that information, it would then send messages to other 5g networks to produce more advertisements based on it, it harvesting your own brain waves which is a beast in itself um, you want can we talk more about that patent um, I know we, we talked about the uh, the nano ink um, you know the nanoparticles but the do you know if it's not if it's it has to be an implanted device right of course because it's a vaccine and so it is
2: it'll be stamped on you and then the uh, you know the little band-aid that they use or whatever uh, it has little micro needles in it and then that will when they stamp it on your hand or on your forehead that's what will will make the
1: Yep, yeah, yeah. there's, there's the your 666. But you won't actually be
2: able to see it with your eye. it will yeah. be able to be picked up by electronic devices, but you won't even know that someone has it.
0: It's interesting. Um, you know how, you know, you go into places right now, and they uh, they put that little gun up to your forehead, which is a temperature reader? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they're going to use, you know, they're conditioning us, preparing us right now, for we, when we go into a store, they'll put that um, that scanner up to our forehead to see if we have the mark. And we won't be able to enter unless we do.
1: Yeah, they're probably, probably just like when you walk out the store with something that has a, a little tag on it. You know, sorry. Huh. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. round them up, mm. <laughs> put them in the FEMA camps. This person doesn't hadn't taken the mark
2: yet. Well, you brought up a good point <laughs> about the police. You know, what? Imagine, you know, let's say this de- this whole ridiculous defund the police movement goes through. Mm-hmm. You know uh, the guy, the man of sin, that's going to be brought here. I'm pretty sure that Hitler was. You know, Antiochus Epiphanes was kind of like a first stage uh, beast. Hitler was probably the next stage. Stalin, you know. But one thing that Hitler did, uh, which was fascinating, is that he defunded the police and brought in brought in his own brown shirts, Mm -hmm. and they are. I would say they are, they are the equivalent of Antifa because Antifa uses the same flag that the brown shirts used <laughs> in Germany. They just flipped it you know they mirror imaged it but um, you know people that sign up for antifa or are, are doing this uh, they are the the new police force so you'll be you'll have your antifa person there or whatever mm-hmm. the new police force is they be standing outside the um you know, supermarket or they'll be patrolling the the walkways and they'll have the little scanner. And if you don't scan up, well, we know that you're not part of the system. and exactly. You need to be part of the system where you could infect someone with COVID.
0: Uh, I, believe, yeah, I, believe, exactly. I, I believe 100% in anti-fascism. But the direction that the new Antifa has taken is bothering me. Um, it's not really...
2: It's what, name only.
0: Yeah, it, it's not... I mean, originally it was anti-fascism, um, but now, I mean, they're, they're, they just moved in the, the wrong direction with, with uh, uh,
1: and, what they're doing. And, and just like, you know, we stand out that, that don't comply, that don't want to wear a mask, and, and it, it just depends on where you go. Certain areas, they are really super compliant with it, and other areas, they're not pushing it so much but those people that have been conditioned to think that they're they're safe because they have this mask on or they're doing their due diligence for the you know the the USA because we're trying to keep everybody safe people and and if we you know we're not they they start looking at you like you're the bad guy when you don't have your mask on because you're not Man. protecting others so people are going to be the police too yeah. Because they're going to be like, "Oh, how dare you! How dare you put? Uh, you could possibly inf- infect us. How dare you? You're one of those. We're going to be, you know, we're going to be set aside as the bad guys."
0: I was I was walking behind a family down the sidewalk um, if we don't get our a, a, a few nights off. ago, and it was a family of gr- about three grown adults and then a child that was probably about four years old, and um, the child looked back at me. I didn't have a mask on. And she, she kind of shuddered and she like poked her mom and said, mom, mom, he doesn't have a mask on. And she looks back and just kind of like brings her, her child a little more close to her, pretty much saying, you know, oh, don't worry about it. But but children at that that age think it's normal, normal to wear a mask. I mean, it's a completely different society. And, and I mean, COVID ni- the COVID-19 excuse to bring in a new world order is definitely a problem, and I think uh, the policing system of the of the future—they've already rolled out the uh, spot four-legged robot to police people. Um, um, you know the COVID the COVID nineteen <laughs> police. Oh, social distancing! You better you know, but it's a frick it's a robot, and it's policing human beings. Um, I think that that may actually monitor. This is a theory, but based on patterns and trends I've seen in science and technology, I think that I think robots uh, may be the new um, maybe the beasts uh, policing system out on the sidewalks to maintain curfew and social distancing. Um,
1: I, I, I have not, you know, I try to stay away from a lot of this stuff because it drives me crazy. But um, because you mentioned that. They were looking at possibly another lockdown. Um, is there a time frame on that? Have you heard, like, kind of well, I, when think,
2: I think that Israel is uh, getting ready to go into that second lockdown almost any day now, if they're not already in it. Mm-hmm. And I know that the skirmish, you know, between—I can never pronounce those names—that in the north, it's uh, Azerbaijan. I think is one of them. I don't I don't remember who the other guy is sorry. my geography is not the greatest not, not either. Uh, <laughs> yeah well, uh, anyway, I know that they've been having skirmishes with those uh with those people, and I think it was just today, so I think you know the one the one thing that everyone seems to forget is that everybody makes peace right before they attack. Hitler did it he made peace with Russia right before we attacked him. You know, um, all throughout history, the peace agreements come right before the war. And people don't realize how close we are to this, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to call it a powder cake, but, you know, the greatest, you know, peace accord, you know, in the Middle East that I've ever, uh, ever known of. is this Abraham Accord. Everybody's jumping on it. You know Russia and China I know that um, China certainly is not happy with us uh, for our trade wars, and I know that Russia has given China specific technologies, um, and we've of course sold them our technologies. but uh, I know that there there is talks of there are talks of alliance between uh, China and russia gog Magog, if you want to hmm. look that up. Mm-hmm. But uh, when that happens, I think, uh, yeah, I think I think that a serious uh, a serious global conflict is is uh, on the horizon. Everybody's making peace, and to me, you know, everybody everybody says, oh, peace and safety, oh, that's wonderful, that's great. Well, if you do a little research and go back and look at history, peace agreements come before wars. And uh, it's just another signal signal to me.
1: It's even in nature, calm before the storm. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, it's like all the all the birds are super quiet reason. before they're like, oh, let's take cover because here yep. comes something. Uh, like- yeah. Very interesting.
0: There was a, uh, sorry. I don't mean to be a downer. No.
1: No, no. I mean, (laughs) the most important thing is we have to put the truth (laughs) on the table so people make good choices with the truth. You can, you can like get distracted by your TV, non-reality shows all day long, but putting your head in the sand is not going to save you in this time and age. It's yeah. you can go la 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 and close your eyes and you don't want to hear local it. Local participant. And, and you know the point in the whole yeah. everything we do in a call to action is not to scare people. It's not scare tactics. It's re- always to bring a solution, a positive solution, to give people a space to get their head on straight and say, you know, I need to I need to figure out what's the most important thing yeah. right now, and all these other distractions can just fall away for a minute, and you know. The facts are the facts, guys. It's we're not making this stuff up. These are real things that are happening. It's it's real technology. It's already there. It's pre-planned. It's pre-built. Again, you know, don't get, don't take the mark, and and, and get saved. I mean, even
0: if it's convenient, I mean, I can see how, how certain people would, you know, take the mark of the beast to uh, to buy and sell goods and to keep their home. You know, to keep living a luxurious lifestyle. Um, I mean, it would be so easy to just give in, you know, in the name of uh, convenience. Stuff. Convenience and uh, comfort, you know, things that are temporal, things that, um, you know, are perishable, things that are of this world.
1: It's harder for a rich man man to get to heaven than... But (laughs) once,
0: once one spiritually chooses the world over the Holy Spirit... They've they've made and locked in a really bad choice that's going to affect them for the rest of their spiritual life.
1: Don't store up on earth with, you know heavenly treasures. It's, it's like this, this this stuff. This stuff doesn't matter. It's just stuff. At the end of the day, this is a spiritual war. Yeah. It's spiritual war, as in as we read Ephesians. It's it's not flesh and blood. This is a spiritual war. Right. And again, this is. The, you can see the patterns and like I said Jesus would come return on the days like when it would be like the days of Noah these are like the days of Noah they're using technology to modify DNA people don't know they're getting modified but now you had mentioned to me earlier that some people have taken the vaccine and they had could no longer hear God
2: yeah that was a quote by one of the guys wow uh, that, that was, you know, their test subjects for the vaccine. And he had a quote there. He said, they've killed God. I can't feel God. I can't hear God anymore. Wow. And, you know, we have no idea what editing just a small portion of our DNA affects. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe the scientists that do it do because maybe they've isolated a certain part. But, yeah. you know, you change, you change a couple of things in your brain and all of a sudden you... You're not you anymore. A spiritual
1: right. lobotomy. Yeah,
2: basically. And yeah. If you don't have that inner uh, conscience, the Holy Spirit guiding you and making choices, then you're probably willing to do anything.
1: There was um, something that I had read a number of years ago, and it made a lot of sense in the biblical sense to me as well. It said the first thing that forms in the human body is the heart, and the second thing that forms is the tongue. <laughs> so through the heart, the mouth speaks.
2: Yeah. yeah, the abundance of the heart.
1: And there's a book that we have um, by Charles Cap called um, "The Power of the Tongue."
0: No, that's not what it's called. Was
1: it? I'll I'll get the book because we have it yeah, in go. I'll go, anyway, it. I'll go grab it. It's yeah. no, it, it's it's the there's word. If you, th- if you think about, you know, in Genesis, in the beginning was the word, and the, the word and was the word. God, and the word was with God. And then God spoke the universe into creation. And, and so when we use our, our words, we are creating. And we have to be careful with our words. And our words are swords. They're swords of truth. And, you know, Jesus didn't, he said, I didn't come here to create and to bring peace. I came here to bring a sword, a sword of truth. Yeah. And so our, our, our words, how we speak, they have creative ability. so They have the, I power,
0: mean, to, they have the power to create or, or destroy. destroy.
1: So we always so. got to be careful about even when we speak something out loud saying something negative, it's like almost like we're asking for that well, thing. Don't
0: the, the, I mean, you know, God made us the way, in a way to where our cells actually react to um, the vibrations of sound and, you know, frequencies and brain waves, yep. and electromagnetics and, and the such. The, the book. That uh, Kimberly was talking about is called "The Tongue: A Creative Force" by Charles Caps.
1: It's a really, really good book. It's
0: a it's, uh, it's about about 200 pages. It's a quick read, but it's powerful. It, it's, it's not something personally. It's not something you want to read like front to back and just forget about it. I like to keep a bookmark on like on, Bible, thing, on things on things that that I like to read written. over and over and over again because it is. It is like it's
1: alive. The words are alive.
0: It's like a book that would be put into, um, say, if if a, if a new Bible was created from books of, of new prophets, like this this book would be, in my opinion, would be in that new Bible. But I don't know if that's in the works. It probably not, definitely. But just to have. Um, the Bible is complete. <laughs> it is. I mean, there were editors, of course, but uh, you know, hopefully, they were all led by God.
1: Oh, it is the divine guidance of God through men that the that the Word of God would be put into. It's the most popular book on the planet, is it not? Has Even, been for a long time. Exactly. And isn't
0: <laughs> it right. the most modified? Book though too there. Are, how many versions of the Bible are there? There, are well, thousands. there's translations. Translation. There's translations.
2: Not it's versions. been translated into every language, just mm-hmm. as you yeah. know the prophecy says. Mm-hmm. Now people like there's the some world.
1: words that don't are equal to in some languages. The words are slightly different. So they they
2: they, they do say that. However, the original um, text is there. Yeah, you know, We have the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have the uh, Greek, the Koiné Greek manuscripts. You know, you can look it up, on, like Bible Online and see the original Greek and then they have the translation word for word if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. King James is usually my go-to. Mm-hmm. Same here. That's what you have. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, we only yeah, got about yeah, go, going minutes maybe? Going into this... Uh, This new age of uh, of the world, what would you think? What do you think are the best things to look for? The best ways to prepare? I mean, I'd say definitely, you know, we need to we need to choose God. Um, But what to look for? I think most people just need they need to open their eyes a little bit more um, to really see the patterns of how they're being conditioned and manipulated.
1: I think it scares um, a lot of people, Bobby, quite frankly. I mean, we, we are way more open because we've been doing this for a long time and we know that, you know, we're not, we're not trying to scare anyone. We're just trying to say don't fall for the constant You've got you to prepare, you prepare
0: people. Um, if, if you don't use the truth in a way to prepare people to make a, a really important decision, then they're they're just going to go along with the world and make one of the worst decisions they've ever made. But Jay, uh, what would you say?
2: Okay, well, uh, how I approached it was this. Uh, Every prophecy in the Bible has essentially been fulfilled up to this point. None have failed. And... Since none of them have ever failed, it, in my mind that means that probably got a pretty good track record. So it's important to understand the game plan. And let's say for a moment that you are in fact left behind. Then um, what does the Bible say that's going to happen? Because that's kind of the game plan. Well. The trumpets are judgments that are poured out on the earth, and then you have the seals that are opened. And so, basically, uh, as the rapture happens, I think that the first four trumpets will sound. And uh, the Bible says that the harlot, the New World Order, you know, um, there's going to be an asteroid that falls. I, you know, in my opinion, I think that uh, you know New York is probably going to go, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, you know there's earthquakes uh, that are going to happen. I think that California will go, and I, I, I think that uh, at the moment of of the rapture, because the the people that believe in Jesus Christ are not appointed to wrath. That's part of the scripture. So we go, people that are maybe lukewarm or whatever, uh, you know, they're going to be left behind. They will see these judgments unfold. The United States is going to be in a tough position. And out of the chaos, the New World Order is going to rise. And they will institute this uh, vaccine, global currency, blah, blah, blah. Uh, You know, do the mark. Um they really aren't around that long before the beast takes control. Because the beast will use the, uh, in my opinion, the Abrahamic Accord to strengthen it and make a new covenant with uh, the nations in the Middle East, um, you know, to bring about his system. And he will destroy uh, the New World Order. I think they, oh man, what is it? On April 3rd, if I remember um, correctly, uh, Brenda Weltner, if you look at her channel on YouTube, she has a wonderful timeline of um, all of these things. And how she got the timeline was that in Revelation 12, it says that uh, a sign was seen in the heavens, a woman cloaked with the sun and the moon at her feet. That's the Revelation 12 sign that kicks off the tribulation. And that was seen on I think September third and twenty seventeen. So all of these things are set in motion and she's done the calculations and she has uh, you know a timeline and you know, the first four trumpets sound, the fifth trumpet, which I believe is the pit opening mm. um that releases the um the demons that torment people for five months, you know. Uh, as the rapture... You know, takes place the man of sins revealed. So we're gone when he's revealed. Um, Thank God. <laughs> well, yeah. Woe to the people left behind. But um, anyway, he is you know the false Christ riding on the white horse to save us out of this chaos that just happened. Um, let's see what else. Yeah, I think she has that at the the sixth seal, um, where the kingdom. The Beast kingdom stands up on, uh, I think, April 3rd. And uh, from there, um, the first fruits, 144,000 that are sealed, I don't remember exactly when it is that they come up, but basically, if you are left behind, then you have a, a, a couple options. You can refuse Christ and refuse the mark, in which case you die and um, perish. You can refuse the mark and take Christ, which in case you'll be beheaded or you'll unfortunately starve to death. Uh, but you will um, be admitted into the kingdom. And if you take the mark, then you uh, are cast out. Mm. That's kind of your game plan. I mean, you can do it. Yeah. There are there are tribulation saints and there are multitudes of people that will come to Christ after the rapture because then they'll realize that it's for real. Yeah.
0: And they will come to Christ. And a lot of things that, you know, that we've been warning people about um, that's already been written um, actually came to be. And, you know, looking at it from a, um, because we are here on this planet right now and observing and um, making observances and, you know, warning people, plus also giving them our own take on it. You know, things, you know, the, when the, these demons come out of, out of the pit... Are those abominations that were created um, by demonically possessed men? Because, I mean, we, we have creations right now, you know, in the form of, um, you know, war machines that are self-thinking. But also, you know, with genetic splicing and genetic engineering, it would be easy to create monstrosities in, you know, the pits and under, you know, underground bases. Uh, does it have to do with that, like like the product of man's coupling with Satan and the creations that they've created that have been kept underground, or are these uh, Satan's creatures that he created solely without man uh, accompanying? Well, I, you
2: know, uh, in my opinion, what I think what I think this is is the the pit was a holding place reserved for the fallen angels that first took daughters of men and created the Nephilim, mm. and they've been trapped in that terrible place for, you know, millennia. Yeah. And uh, when it's opened up, they come back and torment people. Uh, I think that it actually is the, the fallen angels that have been trapped there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm just a guy. I'm just a regular guy. I don't necessarily know, <laughs> you know, everything about yeah. the Bible. So,
1: Is there a, n- a number... Um, associated with all the prophecies in the Bible that have already come to pass, as you said, that our track record is they have come to pass. Well, you
2: know, uh, Jesus fulfilled 300 Old Testament uh, prophecies. And, um, you know... Events throughout history, like uh, Alexander the Great coming in and conquering and then being suddenly cut off, and the four empires rising, and then you know all that stuff you know that's a prophecy that was fulfilled as daniel um the Abrahamic accord which i which I think is pretty much the consensus around the community that's studying this uh, is the accord that the beast strengthens in order to do his seven year. Mm-hmm. Um, peace agreement mm-hmm. which you know then he halfway through stands in the altar or the uh, holiest of holies the mm-hmm. third temple that will be rebuilt and declares himself God
1: and then the Jews flee you know um, yeah I I don't I, know just prophecy fascinates me because you know God is telling us ahead of time to to be to be aware you know of what's going on Around us as it's being fulfilled, because that tells us what the ne- where we are in the process the and next, where what's next.
2: The next one to be fulfilled is the rapture. There isn't anything else in its way that needs to be buf- uh, fulfilled before the rapture takes place.
1: And it, I, God has had it on my heart for years now that that we, I have said it to Bobby many times, we are going to experience the rapture while we are here. And I felt it, and and even when things started to happen earlier this year, and we left California to be with family, um, God was speaking through other Christians to get me out of there, and and I knew at that time it was like this is the end of the end. We are in the very end of the days, and God wanted me to be with family until you know until this time came, so that we could Twice. have that time together. together. So um, I I personally. And have felt like God has been revealing this to me for us to meet and kind of put some more of those puzzle pieces together um, was a divine appointment. And we can't thank you enough, Jay, for for mm-hmm. being with us today. And we're going to have you on again. You know, we just um, we just yeah. felt like it was the time. Well,
2: you know where to find me. I
0: have yeah. my sign, and I'll be on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh,
0: if there's anything you'd like to uh, to leave our audience with, uh, just um, something that they can use in their, their everyday life, maybe something to read right now to help help you know, open them up, or to help open their eyes right
1: now. Their heart. Right now. Open your heart.
0: <laughs> well, I,
2: you know, what did it for me was um, simply reading it for myself, but then also going back and realizing that um, the whole timeline of the fut- the history of humanity is given in the first word in Genesis, Bereshit. God laid it out exactly 4,000 years, you know, Christ, 2,000 years, and his millennial reign for the last thousand. It's all there in the first word. Because I started studying Hebrew, and I, I started seeing the connection. I looked at the original text, and it was there. And, um, you know, the Hebrew language is, an, uh, is a language unlike any other on the planet. And uh, for me, you know, I studied math, but um, seeing seeing the, the just how accurate the Bible is, Events, times, and then things are fulfilled hundreds of years later. Nobody can foretell the future except God, and that's what did it for
0: me. It's great to hear. It's great to hear. Yeah. Well, you're you're welcome in, in our home any day. Well, um, well, we got to wrap it up again. This is a call to actions with Jay Harden, Nancy. Thanks for producing this. We'll get the podcast out real soon. Hey, everybody. Truth plus unity equals triumph. God bless.
1: God bless you.